1: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3
2: 2023. All right. You're rolling with Jason and John. 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Friday. It is February 16th. It is the weekend. And... There's a part of me that is excited. I'm excited about what I saw last night from the Memphis Grizzlies. Vince Williams Jr. and G.G. Jackson continue to impress. And I'm excited about today's show. Because uh, we've got a full slate that we will get to. Should be a packed show. Uh, especially there in that second hour. We're going to pack it in. we won't tell you about that. But, but obviously, uh, another part of me that is struggling to understand. What I saw last night. What, what I saw, heard. And then red. From last night's 76-66 loss, the Memphis Tigers to North Texas, it was a quad two loss. Feels like it was a feels like it was a quad five loss. <laughs> just in terms of what you had hoped that this team had turned a corner, having won three straight, Penny Hardaway was certainly saying so that these guys were more committed than ever. The players were saying all the right things, and maybe we were just trying to convince ourselves. Remember, because Wichita State, I mean, heck, it took a you know, eight-minute miracle there, you know, to start up to get that four-game losing streak stopped. And so, yeah, if you can hear it in my voice, I'm a bit disgusted by what I saw last night again and then what you read afterwards. So we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll break it down. We'll certainly spend some time, uh, we must, on the Memphis Grizzlies and what they pulled off last night. I honestly thought, Brad, going in, and I'm joined, and I, I apologize, Brad, my, I said it, I made it my mission that from now till eternity, as long as we have this show, we were going to introduce you off top. Here's yeah. executive producer Brad. Give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> I get an executive applause producer <laughs> Brad Carson. He's the boss around here, guys. No. You know that by now. You
0: guys run this place. He joined,
2: I'm so disgusted, Brad, that I, I got off my mission. <laughs> no, you're good. And, 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 and listen, with with John out this going week, on. Brad has been absolutely instrumental, so you guys will have to excuse me there that we got off of what our usual housekeeping. <laughs> um, yeah, man, last night, again, in a spot where I, I thought it would be impossible to win against this Bucks team that struggled under Doc Rivers. You're down Jaron Jackson Jr. this time. And sure you got GG and Vince, but it ain't much after that, but except a bunch of hard working uh 10 days and and two ways. Yeah. You find a way to beat the Milwaukee Bucks on national television on TNT. What? It was fair. and frankly, we needed it. Yeah. Kind of with I think it, that's just fair. in terms of a sports city with what if if you're monitoring both obviously with the Tigers. So that was good to see. Caitlin Clark too. I mean, in other sports news, she didn't just break the uh, record we talked about yesterday, Brad that you outlined. Uh, she smashed it. So she sure w- w- did. We'll get into that and what's left for her and Pistol Pete now in her sights, I suppose, for all-time Division One scoring leader. It uh, looks like she's going to be getting that one too. So a lot to talk about uh, as well with Caitlin Clark and what she's done. Before we get to all that, let me set up the show. Told you it's a full one. We've got uh, John, excuse me, Anthony Sane's going to join us at eleven thirty, like he always does on Friday, host of the Anthony Sane Show on Bluff City Media. We missed Sane last week. After the trade deadline, he was out of town on a trip. So lots to get caught up with with him, get caught up on with him. Most notably, uh, what we talked about, the rise of Gigi, the rise of Vince, the continued consistency of Vince William Jr., who I, this dude keeps flirting with triple-doubles. Uh, these nights, So we'll talk to Sane like we do every Friday. So grateful to have him. Bottom of the hour uh, about Grizzlies. It'll be a nice pick-me-up yeah. uh, from where we're going to be here in the open. Then at 1230 or so, I'm very excited about this. We discussed these guys earlier in the week. And then we maybe even broke some news sort of about their their, their coach over at Elmore Park, who uh, Norton Heard IV told us is going to be coaching at St. Benedict. The Elmore Park basketball team <laughs> over the last... Two years has gone 65-0, and 0. and two of the highly sought eighth graders on that team, Braylon Williams and D.J. Okoth, will join us. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. We're sure going to get it straight uh, with him by second hour. But these guys, we told you about them earlier this week, Braylon Williams, D.J. Okoth, uh, uh, among really a, 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 a slew, perhaps, of prospects on this Elmore Park team. Led the way on Saturday, completed their second straight, undefeated season by winning the Tennessee middle school state championship was their second in a row, and frankly, they're the future. okay We're talking about class of 2028 here going to be you know, behind the scenes guys we're getting we're getting real grassroots Memphis basketball here. big fight. Well, maybe fight's not the proper word, but where are these guys going to start their high school careers? Obviously something that uh, all of Memphis is asking. I talked to Chuck Lawson, uh, the uncles the uncle, excuse me, of Diedrich KJ, Keelan's brother, who has covered middle school basketball in this town for about as long as I've been around, last 20 years, and asking him what he thought about Braylon and DJ just in terms of prospects and what they could be, not just high school, obviously, but at the college level and beyond. We'll talk to, uh, I'll talk to you about that and what he said about those guys. We're going to have those guys in studio about 1230 is the plan, and we will also have their trainer, who if you're a long-time listener of the show, you know very well. Even if you're not a listener, you know very well. Trained of the Stars, Javante Holmes, who has had both players since, I think, fourth or fifth grade. So we're, we're going to be coordinating some stuff here. Brad's going to help me out. We're going to have Javante, we hope, on the phone, have the two players in studio. We're going to learn a lot of things about that Elmore Park team. And then at 125, brought him back out. He's working. We'll talk to John Martin about the column he's got up over DailyMemphian.com about Penny Hardaway, the loss last night, and, frankly, the uh, bleak outlook uh, for this team after last night's loss, so that's the show. That's the plan. We're going to try to stick to it. You know how Penny, Penny has a plan, and sometimes either mm-hmm. the players don't do it, mm-hmm. or they don't, or it's a bad plan. <laughs> We're going to try to stick to our plan today. So that's the show. Uh, but we've got to talk about the, let, the the game that meant the most last night. Uh, obviously, was the Tigers seventy six sixty six loss at North Texas. I mean. <laughs> You look up, you're down 18-4, Brad. Yeah, it started early and it ended badly. You look up, you're down 18-4. This team has hit its first six threes. And you're already fighting from out of the hole. And we go into a script that we've seen repeated now uh, quite a bit where Penny starts subbing, plays 10 guys in the first half, finally gets back to the, you know, starters. Team tries to, you know, makes it a game at the half, 33-30. But eventually, you know, in North Texas, and for the most part, controlled this game. And that's they what they was, controlled the game. That's what was so stunning is they got everything they wanted and they did it without two starting guards. They did it with you knowing that this Jason Edwards, sophomore guard out of North Texas, is the guy. he had hit up UAB at back-to-back 31-point efforts in January. And I remember a time, Brad, relatively recently, where... Penny Hardaway's defense was always going to be locked in on the other team's top guy. And if it came down to stopping one, you had a pretty good chance. I mean, you got to think about it. For the first five years, Penny Hardaway's defenses hadn't been any worse than 54. And that 54 is low for the first five years. That was his first year when he still had half a tubby team. Okay? 54th. You have dropped to 102. And you've done so because of performances like last night. Where, again, you're giving up another 40-burger in the second half. 43 points to North Texas. With one dude. I told Jeff this morning, you had one job. It stopped Jason Edwards. Brady hits you for 30. He's 8 of 16 overall, 7 of 9 from 3. And as their coach told them would be the case when they played Memphis, guys, you're going to find yourself wide open from 3 because of the way this Memphis team gambles on defense, the way they like to play defense, trap everything else. You're going to get open shots, and I'll be danged if that ain't exactly what happened. So the plan went right according to plan. For, for North, Just like they thought it would for North Texas. Whereas for Memphis, and yes, it's going to be hard when Javon Quinley is going 3 of 10. We said that. If you're going to make a run, you've got to have Javon Quinley good for 40 minutes. Uh, David Jones, to add to that, is 2 of 13. Uh, Tomlin is 3 of 5. But only seven points. We talked about that as the big three that you've got to ride the rest of the way. And offensively last night, they were struggling. It's going to be hard. And yet, North Texas had eight dudes out there. And so afterwards, when I'm, you know, reading um, that Penny Hardaway said that, well, David Jones wanted the challenge of guarding Jason Edwards, again, a guy who had 30 points, and he got tired. He got tired, and that's what affected him on the offensive end. I made this point to Jeff. David Jones played 31 minutes. You played 10 guys. Jason Edwards played 36, more than David Jones. They played eight. So, and, and, and again, there's a part of me that says kudos to David Jones, who has to do so much offensively every night, right? From a rebounding standpoint every night, he leads you. He did, he did again last night but now says I want to guard the other team's best player because you know what, Caleb Mills is down. That used to be the guy, dude, I'm going to step up and do it, okay? He Penny says after the game, well, he came up short because he was tired. Guys, I've seen too much of this blaming the players because in the end, it's Penny Hardaway's job at that point to find what the adjustment is. No, you don't have Caleb Mills, but you certainly have to be able to adjust. And I thought Mark put it, don't put it well, is it a matter of you won't or you can't? Because here's the issue, Brad, what so i discussed this morning. Uh, um, again, I was, I, I was going to try to play it so cool with Jeff and save all this. I couldn't. I couldn't. But here's the issue. That's been the identity under Penny Hardaway. It's been the one thing through all the subbing, through all the offensive issues, the ups and downs and the changing of lineups and everything else. And, you know, last year it's a little bit easier because you got Kendrick and DeAndre. All of those teams hung their hat on defense. Even last year's team, Brad, was top 40 with Kendrick Davis at the front of it. This team is now 102. And if Penny Hardaway doesn't have answers defensively right now, I understand the personnel isn't as you would like it. But if he doesn't have the answers, where's, where's the identity? You've lost it this year. You've lost the identity. Again, we can go back to two previous years of NCAA tournament, the the, the years of trying to build up to it. But what was always there was an identity. And you know, the, you know one of the things I've always held on to that too? Because that told me that Penny Hardaway is a good coach. Penny Hardaway can't handle this college basketball thing that is different. Look, there was a learning curve for him. He's coming in through through grassroots, then through high school. You know, you you can succeed there, be great there, get prospects there. But being a college basketball coach is different. But the one thing I kept going back to was the fact that Penny – could get, whether it was five stars, whether it was guys like Alex Lomax who wanted to do it for Memphis and they're popping his shirt every time out there, he could get them to dig in on D. If you if you can get elite-level guys, role players, all, buying in on defense, that tells me, you know, m- most five stars don't want to play it, Brad. That tells me you can motivate, you can coach. And, again, I'm giving you that because defensively the numbers have been there. It's been really impressive. That's gone. And we can discuss the reasons why in terms of as it relates to the players and, again, the makeup, but it goes back to him. And so when I hear afterwards, man, this one was on David Jones. He he just got tired. He couldn't hold. They played eight dudes. You played ten. That's on you, bro. This This hurts because it feels like we're all saying the same thing. Cut down on the rotations. Figure something else out on defense. This team can't play defense the way you want it to, the way you have, so you have to figure something else out. Right? It feels like it's so easy. And then, and, then, and then Penny says it publicly, Brad, after games, before games. I got to cut down. Got to figure something else out. And then we get this. And so it's driving me crazy. And the other reason it's driving me because we went through Larry. right? This is the other part of this. Nobody wants to see this again. And you're already seeing it. People saying, uh, time to move on. Fire him. Penny Hardaway, the guy that's done so much for this program, it's already getting there. That's uh, so, so So I go back to why this is killing me. I'm rooting for Penny. I'm rooting for him to follow the the you know what he says. Because again, in that in, in, you know, you're looking in the first half, and John did a great job in his column over the DailyMything.com. You guys should read it. I mean, these lineup substitutions, we're seeing stuff we ain't seen all season. I just heard Melvin on with Jeff. It's the same sort of level of frustration. We're seeing new lineups we haven't Oh, this gonna work at this time se- when you need it this badly. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so frustrated. I, I, can't, I can't believe what I'm watching. Do you remember how we joked and laughed around here, John and myself, about these CUSA teams coming up in here into the AAC, and we talked about, man, we got to get the hell out of here. They're going to drag this thing down, right? You're losing to these teams. The, uh, Brad, I looked at the standings this morning. I, th- I think they're four of the top six teams in the league. And here's here's the issue. You're at seventh right now. We, we, at one point, I'm just saying we we and, and look, the team that's on top is South Florida. Oh, it's one of the old school teams. It's that's where you're supposed to be. It's South Florida up there, Florida Atlantic. A North Texas team that's just behind you is now tied with you in uh, essentially sixth. You're seventh because they've got the tiebreaker. We're talking about having to win four games in four days at the tournament right now because it doesn't look like you're going to be a top four seat. What are we talking about? We were laughing. When they brought this trash, what we said was trash, into this league. It's beating you. It's beating you. You're seventh in a league that's ninth in the country. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And I know he's just as embarrassed, Penny. More so. It's him. It's his blood. It's his program. This is not how he envisioned it when it when he came here. But it's gone so far off the rails. I, I'm, I'm going nuts here because it feels like you are damaging your, your, the possibility of you being able to fix it. We're in a different time now with NIL. Right? If you've got NIL, you can compete. And especially a guy like Penny Hardaway with, with his cachet, with, with players, sort of the, the, the reputation of players coach. Hey, I'll help you get to the NBA. You, put, you double that up with NIL, what we say? We said transfer portal king. He was pulling guys in left and right this offseason. Once he said, and he did this offseason, at one point he said, I don't have enough NIL to get the guys I want. Boom, 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 he gets Jaquan, Jordan, Brown, and Quinterly. Is that going to be there if this thing keeps going the way it's going next year? And here's the issue. How many of these guys are going to be the culture guys that you keep in your program that are carrying it on? And, and, and a part of the culture that you don't have right now. How many of these guys? Because, again, so many of them are one year. You could find yourself in a very similar situation. I ain't saying somebody going to be the same number. But where you're having to replace a ton, a lot, how do you, how do you get your culture back? Sure, th- there's probably a way where Penny can. He can, he, he can put together a roster that, that actually does make a tournament right still and, and, and maybe at some point gets to where this program should be, where we said it needed to be by the time the season was over, and that's a second weekend but, Brad, when you have repeated performances like this, with this level of talent, you're not meeting expectations. It's the same thing, it's similar what Josh ran into in terms of you're recruiting at too high a clip to have results like these. It's the same thing that applies to Penny. However, there's a different, there's now a new caveat. You're so invested in this team.
0: Questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys, your choice of colors starting at
3: just $3.99. Ashley sleep mattresses starting at $250. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases, and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Rest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment. Down payment. Tax and delivery.
1: Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms, and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test, intelligence data, fixed median download speeds, US Q3 2023.
2: An NIL standpoint, right? That That's the difference now. So if you don't get the results you want, again, you got to go get that check next year. I need more NIL so I can go get more players, right? The kind of players I need to get us to a second weekend. Brad, you got $100,000. You gave it to us last year. I'm sorry we didn't make the tournament. Can I get another hundred thousand so I can go get? That'll help me go get my point guard that I need. I'm going to need to pay you know three fifty, three hundred thousand to. Will you cut me another check, please? It's going to get harder. And maybe the first time Penny does that, hey man, I failed. I, I blew it last year. You know the Caleb thing hurt us. Bring it in Naquan. You know what? You know maybe that first time. Okay, Penny. Okay, I, I, because I love you. And there's so much of this. And and, and listen, this is what this is why he's different than other coaches. But it's. You know what, Penny? I, I love you. I'm still. I'm, I'm with you. I believe in you. Here's another. But how, you're going to keep being able to get that if you don't meet expectations. And if you've lost identity, it gets harder and harder to do. So this, I mean, Jeff said a, said a word this morning that when he first said I struggled with it because he said it felt like a seismic loss. It was a quad two loss. So initially when we say seismic, like what's still there is what's been said already. They win the next six to finish out the regular season, right? Maybe there's still a possibility you get to the championship game of the AAC tournament that you can get an at-large bid. Maybe so. So so so. Back to the point. I thought when he initially said seismic, I thought you know, well, we can't count them out yet, you know, and we'll see, you know. If anybody can save it, it's Penny Hardaway. But but if it's Brad, if it continues to be what we've seen, we could be in a situation just like you said, where you're having to replace a whole team. You don't have any guys. Uh, imagine, I mean, Malco gone now. You know, you're, those those ones that you fall back on, and and there's one. Uh, I'm I'm so glad I mentioned Malco. It's going to be tougher to do. I'm so glad I mentioned Malco though, because I thought, and again, before we get to Anthony saying here, I want to make this last point, because it, because it was interesting. We're all watching on ESPN Plus, right? And at at one point, there's an interview feature with Malcolm Dandridge. Did you see it? I did. Okay, and in that interview feature, I believe the question was. What do you love about playing for your coach, Penny Hardaway? And here's Malcolm Dandridge, who has not just played, what, four or five years here at Memphis for Penny, but played for him at East. If anybody knows about playing for Penny Hardaway and what he needs and what he's about in terms of a coach, it's Malcolm Dandridge. Now, here here was his his answer. He likes the freedom to do whatever we want, essentially offensively as long as defence is involved okay right so and and again this is a guy who's been with penny since east the freedom to do what we want as long as we're playing defence this year they're not playing defence and frankly it looks like they've still got the freedom to do whatever they want this team has made it clear i made this point a couple of weeks ago brad when they were you know we were in the mired in this losing streak this team needs to be coached this team needs uh, damn near needs to be coached possession to possession, like we saw Andy Kennedy doing at UAB. It's just my point. That's, and that's not to put Andy above Penny, but my point is this is about adjustments right now, and it feels like Penny's out of answers. And so, at a time where it feels like we were hoping you could salvage this, continue what hoped was a turn, right, a right turn. You won three straight. Guys are more bought in than ever, brother. You just made another left, and it's looking real bad. You're in the wrong neighborhood right now. This is a scary neighborhood. This is a neighborhood we don't want to – we really don't want to stay here. We don't want to talk because it's going to get ugly around here. And it already it, it's already started. So I'm – all that's – I don't want to see Penny Hardaway forced to step down or fired like his coach was, another program hero in Larry Finch. That's a sad tale to tell about Larry. It always has been. I want to see that again. None of us Memphians that care anything about that program, Maybe even if you don't care, but not, you don't hate it. Nobody wants to see that. But we're getting to a point, that was the one fear about hiring Penny. Because we've always said coaches hire to be fired, right? Is he going to win a championship and step down, or, or is this going to end up where you're going to be in a situation where you have to part ways? You know, yesterday, before the game, I was able to say, well, man, let's not, we don't. We they, they, they could go on this run, rest of the regular season. But we're getting closer and closer to that kind of conversation. And that kind of stuff doesn't inspire confidence, Brad. It doesn't inspire more NIL, doesn't inspire excitement, doesn't inspire inspire more butts and seats. It's a dangerous place we're in right now with this basketball program. I mean it, if my partner was here, y'all would hear the C word crossroads because I and I'm talking about cross <laughs> yeah. the, the, I mean, really crossroads on Penny's tenure here. Right. Because it ain't just the rest of the season, it's about well, okay. We see what didn't work. How do you get it back fast in this world when it just failed the way it did this year? So I, it's, it's it's They are in a tough – Penny is in a tough spot right now. One, I'm not – I used to have – I think I, I've lost some confidence in terms of his ability. I've, I've lost some confidence in terms of his ability to dig his way up.
1: To me, last night's game was the crossroads. Not now. Last night was the crossroads. That team was a dog-crap team you played, just lost they, to. That's played, a dog-crap team you lost to.
2: They played eight players, and they didn't have two starting They goals.
4: didn't have two of their best players. That team's in the 100s.
2: They, they came over from CUSA. They won the NIT last year. I mean, what are we talking about here? I, I cannot imagine they got anywhere near the NIL nope. invested in their team than you do. You played 10 dudes.
1: No. I, my there ble- ain't no excuse. My belief went out with North Texas, folks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my I was on board cheering in that game because I thought last night's was the crossroads. That it now is not. I, I think the ship has,
4: I think
2: the ship has sailed. The, the the subbing. Um, John pointed this out Fi- under 15 minutes in the second half and trailing 39-38. Hardaway deployed a lineup. This is over dailymvpian I suggest you read mm-hmm. John's column. It's very strong. His two sons, Jordan Brown, Malcolm Dandridge, and Javon Quinnerly. John, that wrote, was a terrible it, lineup. It feels like John sitting across from me. He writes, "Could anyone on the court at that time, besides Quinley dribble?" Uh, at any rate, mm. he played him, and by the twelve forty-five mark, it was forty-nine thirty-eight for yeah. Texas, and they were so, getting blown past on defense. So again, if the if Penny's adjustment and answer is throwing more players at the issue, we've seen it last night, and we've seen it time and time again this season. Fail. We've seen that plan fail. UAB beat you with eight. North Texas beat you with eight.
1: Well, that's what you're supposed to win with. That's how you win.
2: Penny has said, I need, I got a top eight. Okay. But we don't see that on a nightly basis. And so, again, it, it adds to the frustration level. I'm hoping he can pull it out of the fire because, again, I don't want to talk about the, you know, what would be the alternative if he doesn't.
1: It feels like your football uh, program is not in, in a better situation.
2: Shape. Well, it is. It is a football program that uh, ended on a high note. Yeah. That gave people hope for next season, mm-hmm. and especially in terms of now, you can add the caveat that you got the college football playoff. Ryan Silverfield can sell all day long, man. We can be that team. We can yeah. be that group of five team that's in. So there's an excitement and, and a credit to him because at one point yes. there wasn't that. He built that up. You do that with 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 consistency and with wins, and, and frankly, that bowl win did a ton for them. And no bad losses. No bad losses. All of your losses – we're to good teams. Yeah. Now, Ryan still needs to win the American. I'm not going to sit that's up here fine. with you, Brad, and tell you he's not, you know, there aren't things that Ryan still needs to get done. But we're, again, we're at a point with Penny Hardaway where we're not talking about just stop with the Penny should step down or, or you know, fire Penny talk. He, he's going to try, he, just knowing the guy that said, oh, I, y'all, y'all telling me I can't do it. I mean, you, you feel like, again, you're, you, Penny really going to walk away after a season like this if it goes the way it's going right now? I don't see it. But, again, my question is, so, so if we can agree there will be another year of Penny at least, my question is, again, how do you fix it? Well, if there's less in an era where you have to have NIL to do it, in an era where you're yeah. replacing players left and right, that makes it harder to keep culture, to, to keep an identity, which Penny's had been defensively. It's hard to do. So, Jason, do you think they'll have more NIL next year? No, I don't think they'll have more. I think this new they'll this, have collective, less. I think this collective will help them. But to our point, that's what I laid out, They'll Brad, have less. You will have a harder time knocking on those Good doors and getting those checks. Good luck. Because you had a lot this year. Good luck
1: next year. Well,
2: I mean, I... I What's what cra- crazy, Brad, is they were 15-2 and two with all those checks invested, number 10 in the country. Everything was looking great. Just yeah, and a, then it uh, was... Just they, about a couple of months ago. Then it's, it's Caleb crazy. Mills that, got injured. Then in the same season. In yeah. the same... Well, you... Yeah, yeah, you had you had moved. pointed that out. You had moved on. You had won games without Caleb Mills. Sure. The fifteen and two was with still without Caleb Mills. You right. lost him first half against Tulsa. Still won those first what four games of conference? Absolutely. Um, so so again, I'm. You cannot. No one can use Caleb Mills, who was key, who clearly was a big part of this. You cannot use that as no, an excuse. There's I'm, too I'm much talent you. on this team. I am with you. Too much talent on this team. You've got an arsenal of talent. Yes, it'd be yes, your defense would be better with him. Yeah. You've you still got enough talent. personnel. You're long enough out there. My gosh, my Malcos had a game where he's had eight blocks yes. to be better than one oh two. Yep. That you've break you basically doubled up your worst season when you were fifty fourth in your first season on the job. It's embarrassing when that's supposed to be the identity. Yep. Right. And you're charging it to players who you've said, man, go out there and leave me in scoring. Go out there and leave me in rebounding. And now I need you to go guard the other team's best player, David Jones, like last night. You're saying he's tired, so our plan didn't work. No, man, mm. that don't get it. That's not gonna get it, and it's falling on deaf ears. So that's where we are, folks. I mean, if if you know, Josh used to talk about DEFCONs around here and how people wanted to move up the DEFCON, go from five, four, three to you know, with the war defense system and everything else. Yeah. Man, if I if I'm just going off my gut, it feels like DEFCON three. We've moved up from five to four to we're up to three three now defcon two so we're getting worse defcon two is going to De- be two defcon is, two is warm seat it's bad yeah. defcon one is we're there you got to move on you understand what i'm saying yeah, I, I do think i'm following I, I, the, I'm this following is my gut analogy. and sometimes i think things through and i change my opinion or whatever yeah. else when we move a little bit but my initial gut is telling me we're at defcon three right now for memphis basketball that's probably right
4: that's right
2: there might be some of you put it at two might be it's and I'd, I'd listen to that case it's close but I got it at three. We've already we've moved up two spots. That's right. Okay, five is peace time. You understand that? <laughs> yeah. is <laughs> where you get in a you start it start to get yeah. uncomfortable. Yep. It's, it's uncomfortable right it's, now. It's right. Nobody wants to have the the, the you failed conversation <laughs> right. what we do with Penny. Yep. And so I've got it at DefCon three right now. Y'all might have it at a, at a different DefCon. I'll, I'll see if uh, we'll talk some Tigers with my man Anthony. Saying see where he's at on on this group right now. But we're gonna talk some Grizzlies. With insane, because the funny thing happened at FedEx Forum last night. The dang Grizzlies, without Jaron Jackson, without Ja, without Bane, y'all know the story. They beat the Bucks How on TNT. It? How about it? How about it? That was a good thing, and we needed it. Uh, before we get to saying, I'm gonna tell you, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets. Uh, FanDuel's got live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. You can turn a little couple of dollars into a tank of gas, or you can go for more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. Shoot your shot. Again, that promo code is J-S-M-I-T-H. It's only on FanDuel. Official Sportsbook partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues non-drawable bonus bets to expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gail problem. Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Anthony
1: Sane,
2: The host of the Anthony Sane Show on Bluff City Media. Make sure you're checking it out. Top of of Bruce Twitter. Independent journalist, founder of Asylum Media Group, and father of Five Star 2032 Multisport prospect Gabriel Sane. You can follow Sane on X at Sane Asylum. You should already be following him. We missed him last week. He was on a trip. i so very eager to catch up with him. We missed you. Uh, first off, we had trade deadline, but mm-hmm. let's fast forward from that to last night. They're out there beating oh, the man. Milwaukee Bucks. Gigi Jackson going off. Vince Williams Jr. again flirting with triple doubles. It
4: feels... Fun again. Yeah, man, the, the City's team last night was just in all of its glory. Uh we saw it, man. We saw. It. <laughs> I apologize for that letting you know how petty I was gonna be today, uh, Jason, but it's coming. Uh the petty machete is unleashed. I try, okay. I, I came in and I tried to tell y'all, man. And and I, I tried to I tried to tell y'all what what it is and what it ain't when it comes down to Memphis basketball. And y'all y'all were mad at me. Your listeners were mad, uh people were in my DM. I was every coon, monkeys. You you were a coon was, and a monkey for what? I was what? All, I was I was all these things, man. When, when I what I broke down what, 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 what it really is, when I broke down what it is, what it's not, when it comes down to Memphis basketball, I, my DM was blowing up, my Twitter DM, I was getting emails, racial slurs for real. Yes, I was getting all this stuff. It, ha- it happens all the time, man. This this is Memphis, it's, it's you know, it's, it's Memphis. But I I come here feeling vindicated today, Jason. I I, I came home and I'm watching. I put the game, there are three things, or three important moments in, in basketball, right? Not nationally, but, but to me, locally, three important things, right? You had Tiger basketball, pivotal game last night, very pivotal game. Every game is pivotal, right? You got Tiger basketball. You had Caitlin Clark breaking history last night, doing something absolutely phenomenal that we'll probably never see again. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I believe in the next four or five years that you'll see more equality when it comes down to women's sports and professionalism, and, and, and ladies won't have to play Three years and, and three or four years in college basketball and NIL deal, and there'll probably be more incentives to actually go pro. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you'll well, see anybody. I don't think That's you'll well, see anybody that good who plays college sports years. that long. I think that th- I think that you'll never. For see For reason it. why that record won't mm-hmm. go down, I'm with you. Yeah, I think that I think that record is, is, will will never be uh, broken. I think that just I think times are just going to change. That was very important. Then you had the Grizzlies,
2: right? And That's three.
4: It, <laughs> those are the three things that were on my Anthony Saints brain as far as sports watching, right? Tigers won. Kaitlyn Clark 2, Grizzlies. Surprised how locked in you are on Kaitlyn Clark. Proceed. And, and I had, I mean, I had, I had my, typically when I do the Anthony Sainz show that, that you can catch at any time today, I have on like F-boy clothes. like F-boy. <laughs> like joggers. I like, I got my Crocs on today. I have it on typically exactly what I got on today, right? T-shirt yes. jog. I had, I had my real clothes on, right? Because yes. I plan on actually going to the game. It's a setup. I'm going, through it. I plan on actually going to the I'm game. With, yeah. I have my clothes on, man. Kenny Stubblefield, producer of the show, he's like, man, uh, that game's going to be trash today, man. Like, they ain't even got Jaren, man. What you, what you going to that game for? I let that man that's what talk I me. Said. Let they, that they man w- talk me how to go into the game. They were bro. double-digit uh, underdogs. And there was a party in FedEx Forum last night. I missed it. Man, that's man. True Messing Lord. around with Kenny Stubblefield, right? So I watched the Tiger game. Tiger's down 10 to. White Station. I'm like, all right, man. Post 30 seconds to folks. We we, we losing to White Station, bro. I'm like, all right, bro. I I don't even see D. Wilkes out there. You know what I mean? Hold up. up. (laughs) Who was Ridgeway? And we playing uh, UTSA. Ridgeway uh, was UTSA. UTSA,
2: Yeah. And White Station was was last last night. night.
4: And and I'm like, all right, bro. We down in the first half to to White Station. But we're we're coming coming back. Right. It was a three-point game. We're trying to convince ourselves we're still going to win. All right. Memphis is going to blow these folks out. I cut on the second half. And they the lead blows back up again. Well, Penny played you. about twenty eleven more players. Man, that man play. Jaden, Ashton, Tito, Marlon, uh, <laughs> Hardaway's. I didn't even know that it was was around. lo got some. Um, I mean, left. Um, like, almost all you can do is laugh. It's so bad, man. It and it is. Totally unacceptable, bro. I, I agree. I listened. I said, let me see what kind of energy Jason is gonna be on before I bring my What well, was in. I on unacceptable energy or was not, not hard enough? I thought you were gonna be like you still got games left, you still got a tournament. Man, get up out of I here. I didn't know what you was gonna be on. So I said, let me see what Jason is on before I before I get mine off, right? They didn't play in defense anymore. But <laughs> it t- it is an embarrassment, bro. And and we've talked about let me see. I want to say because I don't really feel like I'm not. Just, no, you said petty I'm, machete, man. I'm, not, you, I'm you, not invested enough to deal with the backlash that I have to deal with. with I don't want I really you want to get say. racial slurs
2: in your DMs, but, but I I don't want you to hold but, back but, but, either.
4: But because of that, is why I'm gonna come back with the same energy today, man. Because there there are people that need to be apologized. Because y'all y'all been mad at everybody. Y'all blame this. Now, season. what do
2: they owe what owe you the apology for?
4: What I also include you in this, Jason? You and John as well. Come on, because I, I, I you, I got bone with you on Taylor Jenkins. Go when, ahead. When I, that's fair. <laughs> when I told y'all, get ready for the field house, man. Y'all, y'all were mad at me when I said get ready for the field house, man. man. When I, when I said get ready, to, get ready to they they renovating the field house for Tiger basketball. Get ready, it's gonna be dope in two thousand twenty-six. Y'all got mad at me when I said that, right? Y'all get, No, oh, I say you're crazy when I said when I said that. Y'all said I was crazy when I said, man, this this Memphis program, if Penny leaves this program and they're still in this conference, you're no different than Tulane. You're no different than UTSA. You're no different than all these teams. Oh, man, you're crazy. Right now, today, in 2024, we are no different than UTSA. You're not we right now. We are no now. different than North Texas, bro. But like,
2: hope, hope around here always is And that's the, the point. It should
4: not be that way, Jason. Huh. And, and for Penny to come in after the game, and you're still placing blame on everybody except for you, man, I don't have time for it's, that crap, it's man. It's weird. Like,
2: he'll start, right. he'll start with Wolo, where we had the plan. Yeah. And then later on, he'll say, after hitting up the, you know, putting it on the players, he'll come back and says, but this is on me. So yeah. you get kind of two different versions, but I'm and with you. crazy, that, bro. The majority of it has mm. been on the players.
4: And like we said before, it, feels, man, like. it is a very different dynamic here in Memphis than any other program in the country, man, where you have a guy who not only is a basketball player, but as a humanitarian, as a man, is one of the true icons of this city. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Penny, Penny Hardaway could run for mayor right now and 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 win. He <laughs> would have got more votes than Paul. He would have beat Paul Young. Yeah, at
2: twenty five. Penny got. Penny
4: Penny 50. Hardaway, right. Hardaway could have left the, the golf course and said, "Hey, I feel like being mayor of Memphis," and like and ran and would have won. Right. That would have happened. Like he is a icon, hero, young. Middle school age, Anthony saying was nobody. He was my Michael Jordan. Nobody was was a greater basketball player in my eyes than Penny Hardaway at yeah. the age I was. Right. It is so strange when you have to be critical. Of your literal hero. Man. I know it doesn't feel good. When, when you are a literal, when the person that you're talking about, you are a fan of him. Not, not it, just a fan of Tiger Basketball, you're a fan of the coach. Not because he's a coach, because he's freaking Penny it, Hardaway.
2: It, it, was the, it was the same for folks that had rooted mm-hmm. for Larry as a player, right. but then at the end of Larry right. were frustrated with him. But it's so different, But But but, but um, now you've got they, social media and everything else. Mm-hmm. But but they were similar in those cases too, because folks that had grown up watching him, Larry was their hero, man. Right. Led him to the national title game and everything mm-hmm. else. Then they watched him as coach and had to say there right. are some similarities there in terms of those people turning right. Understand what I'm saying? Watching a program hero yeah. in their eyes, in their eyes, mess it up.
4: Yeah, it's 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 really it really hurts to see. But like I said, we blame this season. We blame everybody in the world, man. We blame uh, poor Jordan Brown, man. We blame him coming back for the reason why the team is losing. We blame Bro quit and still plays. We blame, uh the Tomlin kid. You know, we blamed him. Y'all, you were mad at wing guru, man. Y'all stop eating the wing guru because of the season. <laughs> All these things I mean, happen. Uh, man.
2: At one point, Billy was going
4: man, in. But here's the thing. Y'all got mad at Billy Richmond for saying, hey, I'm not really sure if Penny can coach. <laughs> like, <laughs> he said there was a little bit more salt and pepper, a little bit more honey gold on it than that. But at this point, man, who's really going to question Kid Penny Hardaway coach college basketball? I, I have that question myself, and I am I am a Penny Hardaway stan. When I saw Penny Hardaway and Shaq the other night, I was, dude, the emotions I had watching My one of my goats and Shaq have that moment of like, bro, all the stuff we've been through, man, we owe each other our careers. I saw Penny with the Shaq jacket that did something to me, right? Yeah, all those things, but like, man, to to I I am going to say on the radio, I have questions on whether or not Penny Hardaway knows what he's doing. I, I have questions on whether he's a good coach or not. I think there are some certain things about Penny that are excellent as a coach. He can sell this program like no one else in the world, he can market this program like no one else in the world. He has a – I don't even question his strategy. I don't even have that much of a problem with his rotations. But the way that he manages personalities, it's is, is an obvious issue, man. If if, you're, if you are in a relationship with a woman, right, and they put you on camera and they don't put your wife on camera and they say, hey, what happened? I saw y'all arguing so-and-so. And you say, oh, I said this and, you know, she went and did this. No matter how you try to frame it, bro, you're throwing your wife under the bus. You're making your wife the victim, right? I, and I'm not going to say, hey, do, those guys have a healthy relationship. His wife's just not doing right. Like, nobody's going to say that. You're going to say, okay, those guys have a screwed up marriage. You know what I mean? That's what people are going to say. Mm-hmm. And Penny has a horrible relationship with his players. And 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 – and it may in, be because— In, in the
2: way—horrible as in how. Like, may, like, Josh had no relationship with his player, Shagu. when You said right. Penny, horrible relationship. I'm not the, saying And the fact that he's scared of confrontation no, and that, trying to what please everybody? Because you mentioned that.
4: It's kind of like if—it's kind of like if me and you are both parents, right? It's kind of like if we let CJ and Gabe do whatever the crap they want to do, and then we decide to come in and play disciplinarian or to throw them under the bus and they do something bad. Mm-hmm. Penny has a weird relationship with his players, and it's not a coach-player relationship. I don't know what it is. But it's clearly not coach player. The the, the the players like him. They seem to stand up for him. They seem to defend him. But he's also the parent. that's letting you eat candy, stay up all night, go to bed. When you go to bed, you don't have to eat your food. I'll order a pizza.
2: Parent. It's, so, it's, I mean, there's a relationship right now. It's just not functional. It's
4: just not a functional relationship with, between him and the players. Because if you – if if how many times – and we talked about this a few weeks ago. Penny has a true cheat code relationship with the city of Memphis where he can do whatever – and I can just come on here and say, "Hey, I had this plan. It's the kids. You're right, Penny. You're Penny, so we're gonna listen to you." Well, that's stopped. <laughs> hey, I don't. I, hey, we said I mean, that. I think that day. We said over. that he's gonna do it until, until he can't, and it's looking like he can't at this point. And he's got. He's gonna have some tough decision decisions to make this entire season, this entire offseason, regardless. Because, like we said, we talked about the Larry Finch thing. The biggest difference is gonna be between Penny and Larry Finch. Ain't nobody firing Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway. Well, I know. And, Penny he, Hardaway, and Penny's yeah.
2: a donor, right, which
4: Larry yeah, right. was an ambassador-level donor. And Penny would walk away. Name and is it, on a building right, over exactly. there. exactly. Penny would walk away, fame. hand these people the keys to all they have keys to, and go back to playing golf and go back to being a millionaire and still live a pretty awesome life. You know what I mean? Like right. he's, it, he's. We, not, we <laughs> agree. It would right, have to be it, a mutual parting of ways right. or him being frustrated and saying, right. man, this is. But I think I think it's fair to question whether Penny knows what he's doing or not. Because it it's clearly is. It's clearly too much, man. And everything's in, well, if you're the coach, you go, if you, you will to do it, why aren't you a coach? Man, I'm not a cook either, but I can tell you when food don't taste right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have to be a coach to realize, hey, that's not good coaching, bro. Like, I'm, I'm a consumer of the product. been watching this game all my life. There are simple coaching one-on-one things that Penny Hardaway struggles with, right? I mean, he, in terms of college, to start, this is not an
2: excuse it, for him, but there was a learning curve yeah, to start. and, and, we, come, and that curve you know, was deserved. We, we, we compare him mm-hmm. to Cal in the first five years. Well, Cal had already been an NBA coach, a college yeah. coach, and everything mm-hmm. else, so there was a learning right. curve for Penny. But where he had got me saying, where I had said, you know what, he can is what I mentioned to Brad, man. The
4: decision making, the type of guys he was. Well, bringing I was just said
2: he could get elite level guys, all guys, mm. role guys to buy in on defense. Yeah. You, had, you had an identity mm. prior to yeah, this facts, season where facts, you've lost facts. it. Where if you get elite level guys to dig in on defense, that means mm. you're, you're coaching. And I think what's backfired on him is number one, you ain't playing defense, and that freedom that Malcolm talked about that he always gives them offensively. Mm. Now it's a, you know it's still there, yeah. and so you're you're you're. You're screwed yeah. up on both ends. His, his
4: time has just ran out as far as the excuses and blaming on the players. We've seen we've seen the um, freshman heavy teams that didn't work. That kind of stuff works with them. Hey, they're not listening. They're 17, 18, 19 years old. We get it. Um, when you get the mix of you know the young guys with older guys, you get that because you got guys who are you got local guys here, you got older guys here, you got kids coming in.
2: That was that Imani and uh, right. uh,
4: Lester team. I yeah, get that. that then then it's the guy, freaking pandemic. Everybody's crazy. We get it. But now, man, all those all those excuses are pure crap, bro. They're, they're all pure crap, and it really hurts because it really it, it's so troubling, man. Because it's like. It's, it's, it's almost like when like when the mayor race was going on, right? And I was like, man, it, it. I was like, man, get Harrington. up out of here, bro. Like, it hurt me to say that because I remember him being the freaking superintendent of schools. I know, we, I mean, we showing up having, to my school when I was in elementary school. You I, were remember that. I remember the anti Willie campaign against, I remember against, seeing against this, us. Really, we had right, Willie on. I remember seeing this six man. That was like this super awesome man that was probably sixty two back in eighty uh, five. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm no, talking about, talk about the good Dr. WW like that. He was that, 62, bro. 30 years ago. No, he was, he was probably my age back then. He was just this super cool. He was. Like this, Willie, man. Willie yeah. Harrington, superintendent of schools, ran yeah. for mayor, first black mayor in the city. I remember all these things, right? And it hurt me to say, Willie, sit your old ass down, bro. But like you had to. I, I had to, you know what I mean? And I look at Penny, who I grew up as my freaking, like, posters on the wall, every pair of his shoes, little Penny, Orlando Magic jerseys. But and I'm we like, have to. and I'm saying, Penny. Sit your ass down, man. Like it's the same. It's the, it hurts me to say it, bro. But Penny clearly doesn't. It's I don't. I'm not even gonna say it's too much for him. I just think he's kind of like in this like pride cyclone, bro. Where it's like he just won't do what he knows works just because he don't want people to say, yeah, Penny, we told you so. Like as as far as like the rotations, how many dudes he's playing.
2: That's how Josh was about the X's and O's coach. Yeah. Everybody
4: was telling him for years, but he wouldn't hire. Go just, get an X's and O's just to show you I'm the I can coach. Do this, yeah. I don't need that guy. The I'm meantime, gonna focus the recruiting. in the meantime, man, it's it's hemorrhaging, man, and and um and it's like I'm seeing people make comments about Penny Hardaway in this program. I'm like, I can't believe that person is saying it. Like it's and I'm like, all right, bro. This I don't. I know you're talking about the Devcom stuff. I don't know what level we're on, but some of the people I'm seeing turn on Penny. I'm one is like, wartime. God.
2: Five is peacetime.
4: So one is wartime.
2: So you would say we're at two. Because one would
4: be, have to part bro? ways. If them folks don't make the tournament, bro, it's some
2: serious questions. He's going to have, have a hard time putting it back together next year with a team that can yeah. No, that you say, oh, this is the one that makes the second weekend push. He will it's, because it's, you're replacing so much.
4: It's, and, and we might be back to the the, the the Memphis barbecue days, man, the cookout days. What did we do last year for Memphis Madness?
2: Was it two years ago we had the block party and then last year was something different? I Well, we did I, this year. I, I, what, is it not El Moron? Wasn't They went to yeah. your place. They went, yeah. to, went to where the, you're trying the, the to put Diggs. them in that bayou. They trying to see, where, hey, how, how would it look now? if we actually... <laughs> if we,
4: we'll fill this joint up.
2: <laughs> man, stop. Because st- it still ain't right to put them in the <laughs> elbow. Anthony is Ron bringing box. real talk to
4: this hey, show. Hey, bro, today. y'all don't want to hear what I'm saying, man. real talk. Y'all do not want to hear what I'm saying. Well, I'll tell you this. I do. No, I, I, did. Did. I, did. I thought University you were going to be our pick-me-up nah, and be talking about G.G. Jackson. The University of Memphis basketball program is, is, a, is a grand dinosaur in this city. It is a, it, everyone understands the history of University of Memphis basketball. But if it doesn't go in another direction, and I'm not talking about wins and losses, bro. If this, pro, if this program doesn't go in another direction, because I heard a dude say yesterday, I, I saw some people, like, co-signing me yesterday. I was like, damn. <laughs> like, it was people quoting something I said as far as the economics of yeah. it and like the culture of it. I was like, hey, I told y'all this six months ago, and y'all wanted to call me everything under the sun. Right, but, hey, but like I said, the city's team played last night, the Memphis Grizzlies. Great. <laughs> Amaz- no, it is unbelievable what happened last bro, night. Jason. Like, was, it, it is wild, it bro. It's so wild. That, what in an a, in a, in a hour span, I'm watching Memphis struggle with, with uh, White Station. <laughs> Struggle with Hillcrest Shout out to Coach Chris Coach Chris, uh, Coach Chris Adams <laughs> Chris Adams over there Hillcrest Great program He's got going on I'm watching Mibbitt versus Hillcrest Right And the Viking Was not even the in front man. of the building I don't know I gotta call him Hillcrest I don't even know They had the Viking Outside the building Right I don't even know What they had I don't even know What you North Texas <laughs> local, what is? I think it's the Super Pit They Wait. named after Clean Supplies for real?
2: I think so Mean Green Mean Green Yep yeah. They cleaned the supply. All right,
4: we lost to them, right? So I yeah, ain't did. talking about lost. We got smacked by them, bro. bro. They controlled it. And I and I turn on the the, the huh. dial, man. And I'm watching this super fun, like all those guys all over the court. I'm watching one dude, this <laughs> Lamar Stevens dude, looks like they got. True. Looks like they got uh, 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 Zaire Williams and David Roddy and put them together and made one dude. They literally look like a morph, a face morph of, of David <laughs> Roddy. It's amazing how they
2: went out and found these guys. Go look, at, go look a...
4: at Lamar Stevens and tell me you don't look like you got David Roddy and Zaire and just made one dude. Baby. Like, like you, hey, you on consolidation training. We just going to do some DNA stuff. We just going to literally make one dude. <laughs> 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 you thought you lost David Roddy, right? Might <laughs> as just make a, a, a DNA splice of the two. You got this <laughs> dude out there. You got you, the Wada-Nabi out there who's like... Come on, bro. Like it's freaking fun, man. Like it is in and, and, and like I'm watching the crowd get hyped to watch a whatever version. Somebody said this Memphis Grizzly team looks like when you play NBA two K uh season mode and just let it simulate for three years and you pick it up again uh-huh. <laughs> and it's not the same dudes on the team <laughs> anymore.
2: <laughs> It's all about hope. That's what they've got going. On. Bro, it's,
4: and it's, it's so the next fun, se- the, man. The promise
2: hey, man. of next season, and when you're adding a GB Jackson, and Vince Williams Jr. to it, it's what mem- it's what the Tigers don't have right now. And, and I heard the all, the, all the made all the these
4: jokes about. Um, True. People made all these jokes about. Oh, who's going to win more games this year? The Tigers or the Grizzlies? Hey, Tigers down two right now, man. The Grizzlies one twenty. So I, I think uh, at eighty-two game season, I think they're going to pass them. But it's 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 really is extremely disappointing, man. Because this is the year where they're not. Nobody wants to hear the excuses, man. You've got the oldest team in college well, basketball, and they
2: were fifteen and two, and number ten in the country. number ten so in the was, country, it, it ten was straight going so well.
4: The fa- the way that this thing fell off there is there are no excuse. Nobody wants to hear any of that crap, man. And Penny's got to deal with Penny Hardaway on this, like I said. And it hurts to see my freaking hero, man. This is like a dude that I idolized as a kid, man. Like I had the Penny Hardaway haircut as soon as I started growing facial hair. I had the Penny Hardaway little goatee thing going, on. bro. Like everybody wants to be Penny Hardaway, bro. Like and, and like it, it sucks to see what where this is going. But there are people who like who said I told you so, man. Like I, I joked about the Wing Guru thing. Like, that's a total different situation. But like I said, it's people who need to like we need to we need to look at some of the stuff people have been saying, bro. Like including myself, bro. Like I've been trying to tell y'all, like like this isn't what anyway, bro. Like like bring up the conversation two months ago and say Memphis is a mid major program. Oh, people gonna ready you ready to fight? Oh, you know, mid oh, mid major are a freaking mid-major, but, bro. Like, we ain't my, no my, different than these teams we're
2: losing to. My, no, my only I- – it's not a problem. It's an issue with this conversation is that you were j- you you, have, you were just so close. <laughs> hey, no, it's no, over, no, bro. No, no, seriously. Last year, you're a play away from yeah, possibly yeah, yeah, Sweet come on, 16. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This year, you start 15-2, and two, right. number 10 in the country. Nobody's saying Penny Hardaway can't do this. Yeah. It, you you were right there, year. You had the type of team. You were right at the door of stepping – of kicking it down and stepping through there. What this program – a second weekend has been that way really for two, You know, a year and a half, last right. year and then this year.
4: I had Gary Paris on my and show. And in right? eight games. Right, I had Gary it's Paris gone. on my show. And he, we were talking about, Dude, does this team need DeAndre Williams? And he said, yeah, this team needs DeAndre Williams, right? Because he was like, they're good. I think I want to say he didn't have Memphis ranked in, in this preseason or whatever. I said, Gary, how how in the world? I said, you know college basketball way more than me. Everyone knows that a proven formula is you get a bunch of old dudes on the team who have college basketball Damn, we experience. Also, yeah. You got defense guys who knock down shots, all those type of things. Big men. You got a point guard. You got scores on the wing. Since when is that not a winning formula for a college team, right? And me and me and Gary Paris had this conversation. I was like, Gary, you're out of your mind if you think this Tiger basketball team isn't good. If that's the case, man, there's no way that we're, we're supposed to be. And like you said, things were looking good even after that. Four games you lost in a row, right? Mm -hmm. This season was still very salvageable, man. Teams around you were losing all over the place. Teams that you beat were beating teams, becoming quad one wins again. You got teams in your rat conference, bro, that were at least tier quad two. Yeah, better than you thought they were going to be. quad one games. Decent opportunity. You had a week off. You had all this kumbaya moments. Sure did. You had all this stuff talking about, oh, we got it. These guys figured it out. Come to Jesus. Um, Hey, uh, David Jones, do you feel pressure? I don't even know what you're talking about. All right, cool. Looks like we straighten. Looks like we gonna go in and run the conference. And you lay an egg against Hill, Chris. Shout out to to Chris Adams. But I'm just saying, bro. I know who's.
2: the <laughs> so we've gone from Penny's got this in in an eight game span. Yeah. we've gone from Penny doing a pretty good job. This thing's right. right where we're to now we're questioning right. whether or not he can even do the yeah, job. I'm gonna take it back. But, I know you
4: came yeah. brought me on to talk Grizzlies. So I'm gonna talk Grizzlies. And like I said in the beginning of the season, it's not about wins and losses, man. It's the energy of the product. I'm gonna make a couple more points and I'm gonna slide All up right. out of here. You good? Um. That Grizzlies team is twenty and whatever, one of the worst teams in the NBA. FedEx Forum was rocking last night, bro. Like, because that's it's the energy of the program. It's the energy of the direction. When you interview guys after the game, Taylor Jenkins ain't saying, Well, I made the game plan, but Jaron Jackson Jr. sucks. Like, you ain't seeing that happen, bro. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the pros, bro. You know what I mean?